You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. This podcast is sponsored by the Australian Healthcare Week Expo, Australia's largest health facilities, technology and medical devices event. Grab your free Expo Pass today. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian and I'm joined by Dr. Louise Horstmanshoff from Southern Cross University to discuss mask ed, simulation props used to prepare students to treat and interact with older patients. Welcome, Louise. Thank you very much. It's a privilege to be talking to you today. Mask ed involves educators donning silicon masks and bodysuits resembling an older person. Why did SCU decide to include the training in its uh, School of Health and Human Sciences? Um, we had a really wonderful opportunity by getting some grant money from the now disestablished Health Workforce Australia. And the initial grant was to enhance the workforce. Um, but also specifically to look at the older adults and the needs of the older adults. And so one of the reasons why we were interested in this is because this is a simulation-based education model that enhances role play. So role play has been used for years and years in education and there's nothing new. Even children love it and um, emulate who they might be in their own role plays. But one of the reasons why the, the mask came involved was to help distance the student from the educator and allow the educator to go beneath the surface and still provide some of the coaching that's needed. And it also makes that whole encounter so much more believable because for simulation to be really successful, you need to have a psychological buy-in. It needs to have authenticity. It needs to feel real. And then the learning happens um, far, at a far deeper level and is, is remembered better. As you mentioned there, it's not just a visual experience. Educators build a character with a background around the suits. Why is this an important addition and what are some of the characters that SEU has developed? It's a lovely question. Yes, so just in role play, sometimes they're rather superficial. You don't give your players a very deep story. But to make the mastered characters come alive and for them to have a real role um, with the teaching of the students, we develop a background for them. We also need to have a really strong rationale for the reason for them being at the university. So, for example, Dan, who's one of our characters, is a retired journalist. But his granddaughter is a nurse. She studied to be a nurse. And he's been so interested in her work that he's read all her textbooks. So what that means is when he's there in character and the young nurse students are working with him, he can cite things to to them from the readings that he's done. He can ask questions related to it. And so he can become an informed um, educator asking questions and perhaps even coaching gently um, rather than just Dan, the retired journalist who's there for a consultation with the nurse or to have a bandage changed or to have a wound tended. So the backstory is what helps them cement the characters. Um, and there are several of them, and of course as many as your imagination can come up with or you've got players to play. But the very important thing is that they need to have a link 
in. So first of all, why are they coming to the university? What's that link? And why can they talk to student nurses and students of other health care facilities um, about issues that they would be learning about with some kind of knowledge and experience if they haven't perhaps been a retired matron or um, a biology teacher whose son is studying pharmacy. So they have to build a story and make the links really real. And then they're in a position to ask the students when the students are doing things questions that might guide the student to make a better choice or to review what they're doing or in perhaps to reassure them that what they're doing is the right thing. What are some of the key learning outcomes that you hope MaskEd will promote? Well, we believe that we're really good at teaching our students to do the the skills that they need to learn. And we believe we're quite good at getting all the theory there. But very often, um, the part that they struggle with is those non-technical skills, the communication skills, the skills of being able to speak respectfully to older patients, um, to make them feel comfortable, to understand how to engage with them in a way that makes them feel safe. So as far as we're concerned, at the end of the day, this is really building confidence in our students and preparing them to take care of the safety of the patients with whom they may encounter, you know, incidents later on in their lives. In a series of roadshows, SCU has taken MaskEd to staff in other disciplines like occupational therapy, social work and speech pathology. What reception does the intervention typically receive? Well, what we're trying very hard to help our students understand is that to work as a professional, you really are working interprofessionally. And it's very rare in the real world that you'd only work as a nurse and not encounter any of the other disciplines. But because this grant also um, involved seven other disciplines, there's sort of a duty on us to share what we're learning. And what we've found in these conversations is that they are so much more rich when we hear from the occupational therapists the issues that they have in preparing these students and where these might um, intersect with the, the student, the nursing students learning how to work better with patients. And then the, the richness, of course, comes if you can get those two groups of students together in the same encounter. Um, I was interested that the speech pathology um, lecturer who was there saw wonderful opportunities for the use of MASK-ED in what she was teaching. And, of course, the social workers can see where this will help um, enhance the skills that they're hoping to develop in their students who will go out and work with people from all walks of life and who have various health issues that need to be dealt with and, of course, come in all ages and all sizes. How easy is it to incorporate MaskEd into a curriculum? Well, I think it really depends on what you're hoping the students are going to learn from any encounter. So like building any good learning activity, you need to think about what it is you want the students to learn. You need to consider how your learning activity is going to encourage them and enable them to do that. And then you need to ask yourself, well, how do you know that they've learned that? And so that would be an assessment part of that. So it does take, you're quite right, it takes quite a bit of planning to make sure that you, you're not just having it there for its novelty value. You're not just having it there to amuse the students. You've actually thought through a particular scenario that you believe one of these master characters is going to help 
um, bring across to the students in a way that just talking about it or a video or any other encounter would not be able to do. Thank you for your time, Louise. Thank you.